Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So it's 2018. Oh, right now. Yeah, it is. And we are thinking about our year and what is to come. But I think before we dive into what is our word of the year and why it matters to us, I think we need to reflect a little bit on 2017 and what we picked in that like initial gut reaction mm-hmm. and how that worked out. Yeah. So uh, mine for 2017 was blend. And it was, we picked that, what, in December of 2016, probably? Um, And we were expecting our first child. She was born on January 4th. And so I knew I would be taking some time off from work and, like, uh, becoming a mom for the first time and having my husband home for 16 weeks which was amazing and awful at the same time (laughs) Um, and uh, being a business owner and growing and all of those other things. And so I picked blend so I could blend um, that together because I don't believe in balance at all. I'm like firmly against the word balance. And so I feel like blend is a good replacer word because you can mesh all of the things together. How did it work out? You think? Um, I, I mean, Overall, it worked great. We reached half a million dollar business, so there's that. Uh, Childcare was the best thing that I could have ever done. Uh, The first, the first six weeks were the hardest. They, I mean, everyone says that for new parents, new moms especially. um, The first six weeks are the hardest, and that was a hundred percent, thousand percent accurate. they were really hard and we had a good baby. She's still a good baby. And so I couldn't even imagine if like your baby was even the tiniest bit difficult. Um, There's a lot of locked bathroom crying the first six weeks, but it was literally like a light switch and going into week seven, I finally started getting like a rhythm and like figuring out a routine and figuring out just this new normal, because I know everyone says it all the time, but they're like, you know, when you have a kid, you go from not having a kid 
to having a kid. There is no like you get the kid for a couple hours and then send it back somewhere and then you get her for like overnight and then send well, her back. Let's let's keep in mind you had no time to like embrace it because you weren't growing a human. Right, right. You adopted a human. Right. So it was the mixed emotions of like super excited, but also like how much of a part of this are we? And so it was like this invisible pregnancy for so long, preparing for work, preparing our family, preparing ourselves, knowing at any given moment it could all be taken away. And then, you know, no one really, like I could go to Target. No one knew we were expecting you know because I wasn't pregnant and so like do you remember you parking in that spot I did I I still park at that spot (laughs) uh for expecting moms I had to yell at one lady I said prove she goes you're not expecting I said prove it she didn't say anything after that and I continue to park there uh yeah so it was just that was a weird like am I am I not is this really happening and like getting our business ready but then like okay, what if everything falls through? What are we going to do then? So it was a really, really stressful time leading up into that. And then after the fact, it was just the normal, like getting used to being a mom and having a baby. And then we actually had to stay in another state for a little over three weeks, <sighs> um, living in like a studio apartment, <laughs> um, which was great. We're like, it was awesome, but we had our two dogs there and family and it was cold. It was January. And so getting back to Kansas city and then finally being able to establish an actual routine was really helpful. But then I started doing like, like part-time work, I would say for like a month or two. And then when she was four months old, when my husband went back to work, we found her childcare. Thank God. And it was like, Oh, this is how I can function. And I mean, I am all like, if your kids are at home, seriously, your next Starbucks is on me because I don't even understand how you do it. But like for all of us who have been shamed for working from home, but wanting childcare, know that I am in your corner voting for childcare every single time. Penelope loves it there. She's learned so much. Our sitter is fantastic. She's just down the street. Like, I know that she's safe and she's getting fed and like, she's learning a whole bunch of new things and I'm getting work done and being fulfilled and like not being so stressed out. Um, We don't have childcare on Mondays and so she's here and so I don't work on Mondays. Mm -hmm. And even like I still to this day, there are some random Mondays where I'm like, oh, I'll try to get this done. And it just, it never happens or it takes 80 million times longer for it to get done. Or I'm like so stressed out about it. I'm like, why am I trying to work on a day that I'm like, I just can't get any work done that day and it's fine. So that's still part of an adjustment because I love working. I truly, truly, truly love working, whether it's on TCC or whether it's, you know, artwork or products or whatever. Um, I love it. And so it's really hard for me to turn that off. And so if you feel like you're, and it's just a regular PSA, if you feel like you're missing part of your identity, I'm begging you, if you can just get childcare one day a week, if you don't have it at all, two days a week, whatever you can afford, whatever you can work out, do that for yourself and it will be the best thing you've ever done. Yeah. So preach over. Preach over. <laughs> what was your what, what was your word of the year for last year? So for 2017, my word of the year was embrace and definitely for all <laughs> the right reasons because at the end of 2016, I was in this massive car accident. And I had to go into the following year 
like not only supporting Emily and supporting her being a new mom and making sure TCC didn't fall apart in the process because <laughs> we've never had someone gone for that long and all the things and then balancing how do I get better and I know for a fact for a fact that I have not even remotely shared even a tenth or an eighth or whatever percent of what's really gone on and like how much my life is different and how many things have happened. Like, I don't think Emily knows I've had 45 shots in the last week. Woof. And so the recovery is not over and I had to go into the new year. Okay. With being broken and okay with knowing that things were going to change and embrace them and really take the hold of them and like refigure out my own personal identity and figure out how I can support Emily and her journey. And I mean, especially not having kids of my own yet, it was, it's hard. Like, I don't know what she needs. I don't know the emotion she's going through. Me neither, girl. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I'm doing my best to, I mean, as her best, I would call it me your best friend, but like, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a best friend throwdown right now <laughs> as, as her best friend, I really wanted to be able to do what I could to help her be her best and provide for Penelope in a way that would like have Penelope thrive and Emily be happy. And there was a lot of like, questioning at the beginning of the year about is this going to work and uh, those first 16 weeks with (laughs) with with Brian home like I loved Emily to death but I was I was struggling with him being it was so hard because here's the like I'm not trying to sound ungrateful at all 16 weeks paid paternity how the freaking Luya like thank you so much yeah but we are not the couple not the couple who can spend that much time together and still like each other. Like we're just not, we're both very, very independent, very, very need our alone time. And are like, we do things our own way. We're both very stubborn and that works in a lot of realms for our relationship, but not the one where we were in like the same small square footage of space for that long. And our house, I've talked about this a couple times, but we had to like hurry up and buy a house when we moved to Kansas city because we had to finish our home study. So no joke, it is like living in an apartment because of how it's laid out. And because of how everything is like the kitchen that's in this house is smaller than the apartment, than the kitchen I had in my apartment. I lived in, in college, like that's how small it is. So I'm literally looking at Brian's closet. Yeah. Feet away from yeah. Me. It's tight, tight quarters and it's sleep deprivation and it's us figuring out how to be parents and us figuring out how to still like hang out with each other and everyone and their mother wanting to come by to like see our baby. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just a lot. All of you, you know, moms who have gone through the same thing with a spouse home or not, like it's stressful. Right. Mm -hmm. And so as much as you want everyone there to help you, you also kind of want to be left alone. And so it was a struggle of us figuring out, like, I, I've never, ever seen this much of him ever in my life. Um, Like literally, this is getting some real intimate information about my life. Um, The first 
four years of our relationship, four and a half years, um, we lived at least an hour and a half apart from each other. The first year of our relationship, we lived like six or seven hours apart from each other. And then after that, I lived in Columbia, Missouri, and he was in Warrensburg. And so it was like an hour 45. And then he moved in to my town home in Columbia and was there for like five months before I moved back home to Tulsa. Mm -hmm. And then we were apart. So that was like five hours apart. And then he moved to Tulsa shortly after because he like couldn't get enough of me. And we lived in an apartment for like three months before we bought our our first house. And so literally... April, May, June, July, August, September, five months before we got married was like the technically first time we lived together because he was in my apartment for just a few months in Columbia. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, that's why we work so well is because we were so far apart. And like, we just, we have never been used to spending that much time together. And so that was a huge, huge adjustment. Well, and I think rolling into next year, and we've talked about retiring our husbands, I think we are both going to go through a massive <sighs> adjustment yeah. again. Yeah. And I think this time we're both going to be a little <clears throat> bit more prepared for yeah. how bad it will be. <laughs> <laughs> God, we're so rude. I know. I love them. I love them to pee. Oh my God. Yeah. I love them to pieces, but, but they need God, to be, they need to be busy. Leave me alone. <laughs> and I assume like, a lot of people would think, oh, well, if both the parents are home full time, like, you definitely shouldn't have childcare. Fuck that. You're a hundred percent. If you don't get childcare, no. I'm paying for it. I know, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, you will drive here to take her to her childcare. No, no, no. We've already, she's on a wait list for a school. Like, yeah. no, girlfriend is getting out of the house. I am like, more power there's no right or wrong literally do not take this as like if your kids are home like literally if you can do it i'm seriously in awe of you because i cannot do it but just find your solution um and i know having people in my house all the time is not my solution want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. With all of that said, (laughs) what is your word for this coming year? So... If you guys haven't listened to, I think it's episode 158, where we talk about our business bucket list. I want you to listen to that one first, because then you'll understand why I picked my word of the year, because you will then know everything we want to accomplish (laughs) for this year. Um, My word of 2018 is Oprah. And I... I can't see you stay with a straight face. It's Oprah because, and I'm going to get real deep here. It's this like, is like, it's funny how it's an adjective, right? It's Oprah. That's my, that's my word of the year because, no, no, all right. You could use it in so many ways. You could use it as a verb. I'm Oprah in 2018. <laughs> um, so it's Oprah because that. A, I'm in awe of that woman. She's an incredible human being. But I feel like she has a very good blend of work-life health balance. She stays true to herself. She does her passions. She's in a very like amazing, committed relationship. She's like present on social. She does things that still fulfill her and serve her audience, makes her a shit ton of money. And she's constantly trying new things. And I love that. And I think that this year is going to take a lot of Oprah hat for us because of the amazing things we do want to (laughs) accomplish. The amazing things we do want to accomplish. But at the root of all of the things I want to accomplish, I want to remain true to my Oprah self. And like, I still have a partner and I still have dogs and I still have a kid and I still have all these other things that I like to do. So I feel like she doesn't ignore that part of herself, no matter how like hard she wants to work or things that she wants to accomplish. I could be making this up. I've never met the woman. Like she could be the worst human in the world. I don't believe that. And if you tell me that Oprah is rude, I will literally punch you. (laughs) I I love her and I love everything she's accomplished and I like how she's accomplished. And I think that's the root of why I chose that road, that word, um, because of how I want to reach those goals. Oprah style. Oprah style. (laughs) That's awesome. So what's yours? 
So for this coming year, I really didn't know how to approach it because this year was as amazing as it was. And I don't think we've really talked about it yet is we had a massive, like, are we doing everything wrong? Because who doesn't though? Like really, like we're going to have another one of those. I know. And it's going to happen in about, I'm going to call it, it's going to happen April 27th of this year. Okay. So backstory, and then I'll get to, I promise. Um, (laughs) I know you're waiting at the edge of your seat to hear (laughs) where where it is. (laughs) Um, So because it was such a shit storm at the beginning, um, oh my God. This, can I just erase first quarter of 2017? I literally can't describe. Like other than the birth of my daughter. That was the only good thing that happened. The only good thing that happened. <laughs> you guys. So we majorly, majorly, majorly plateaued. Like if not decreased. <laughs> like it was, for the first time we were losing money. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were making money, but like our costs were so high that we were losing money. We had money in the bank, but yeah, don't get us wrong. Yeah. We don't play. Our P and L was just negative is what I'm just right, trying to say. Right. And I was really worried. I was like, and most of it was, I don't know if I can continue in the same capacity that I did in the past. And I, well, because we had worked so hard and in such a way to get to where we were. And that was what we were going to get a plateau, a downhill plateau, which is just downhill. It's not a plateau anymore. <laughs> it's downhill. Um, like that's what was going to be our reality after working our ass off in 2016. So then I don't know what happened, but like, the doors opened up and things started working and it started rolling. And, and instead of feeling like we were pushing what a car, happen? I don't know. FB everything. <laughs> well, yes, but I think there was some sort of mindset shift because you and I had to give up the fact that it, we no longer could do it alone. Right. Yeah. And as much as we had each other, like, it still wasn't enough and right. we had to embrace that. Well, I think I think FBE gave us a tiny win for us to be like, okay, we are good. Yeah. <laughs> People do like the things. Now let's rework some stuff. And we made massive shifts in our personnel and who's working for us and what they're working on and added more people and tried letting go things. of some people. And it, it was Oof. it was hard. But Ultimately, this brings me to my work. (laughs) Are you guys ready? So for 2018, my word is empower. And it really comes from two kind of aspects. One, I really, really, really want to be able to toss or pass the baton. Toss the baton. (laughs) Not toss it. You don't toss batons. I mean, you do and you lose the race. If you're in miscongeniality and your batons are on fire, you can toss them. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) All right, so you can toss sparkly, fiery batons. Uh So I'm I'm tossing (laughs) the baton um, to people. And um, we have lots of batons, by the way. Well, and the thing that's really strange about it is I feel like and it wasn't for any particular reason other than I was stubborn. We <laughs> we started delegating Emily's tasks first. Well, and because I was like, if you don't fucking take this off my plate, I swear to God. Well, that too. 
she was going to implode uh-huh. if we didn't. So uh-huh. we started taking Emily's tasks off first, and it got to the point where I was like, girl, what are you doing? I'm over here working. <laughs> and so, and then we started taking mine. And I think just recently, it finally felt like, <sighs> mm-hmm. and I could breathe again. And without those people, I wouldn't be where I am today. And so I want to not only like delegate tasks, like that sucks. Like, I don't want them to feel like I'm just giving them work or assignments. <laughs> I want them to feel empowered. And I want them to feel like they can take the reins on something and be a part of something. And it doesn't just work in TCC. It, it works in my own business. It works with um, Simply Home and how I've been able to grow a team and foster those relationships. And, you know, in just the past couple of months, I have never had more personal conversations in my life. I've never gotten to know so many people. I know their kids and I know when they're upset. And like one of my team members called me and like crying and said, one of my friends just killed himself. Oh shit. And like as awful as that was, I have those relationships and those people count on me. And so instead of, instead of me just, being in charge or being a boss, I want them to feel like we're equal in some way. And obviously I can't say, Oh, you're a partner. Like we're not searching for another partner at TCC. Hell no. Applications close. <laughs> but I do want them to feel like they can discover new things and try new things and come back to us with data and, and they're going to be successful with it. Mm -hmm. And without that, like this Mm -hmm. coming year, I feel like is going to be impossible because I am to the point where I'm obviously like a million times better than I was, but I'm not, I'm not at a hundred percent and I haven't been for over a year now. And because of that, I have to rely on other people. Mm -hmm. And I, it's a love hate, <laughs> but I'm learning and like, you know, watching other people design my shit basically yeah. like it, it's hard, but also really cool. I'm like, oh, I definitely wouldn't have done it that way, but, but it works and it works. Mm-hmm. And so I think taking myself out of the equation and if you can remove yourself from your business in a way, like not obviously a hundred percent, but if it could operate without you there, like you're doing something right. Well, and that's the whole sustainability model of like, you know, we, even as TCC, if we're the face of the business and if we're not part of it, like that's a big backbone of TCC. Yeah. And so I'm not saying like, we're going to be less part of it, but we have, if that's the case, and if it needs our face and our words and our presence, then that's literally all we can be doing. Right. And so that's where we're headed. Well, and I don't think I've even told you this, but if Jared quits, he's talked about buying a, a trailer and us like leaving for three months with our dogs and like. Of tra- course you would. Traveling, traveling the country. Gross. Totally against what you would ever do. But I'm Gross. Like, as long as you get me satellite internet. Gross. Countryside. <laughs> ugh get out. (laughs) So I don't know. Like I'm excited, scared to death. 
And really, I really have so much gratitude. Like if I, if I had to go back to anything, it's gratitude because like Emily has been, don't get mushy. This is not even appropriate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Just, that's enough. That's enough. I'm going to cut her off right All there. Right. Not the time or place. Anyway, <laughs> what a day. So we want to hear your word of the year. Yeah. And we want you to share that with us over on thinkcreativecollective.com slash community. And I think people get this confused. So <laughs> we, um, we do a word of the year, and then we do a word of the month. Yeah. Okay. They're different. They're different. So this word, and see, we picked two because we're both coming at our own businesses and lives in a different way, right? And so this is the word that's establishing the tone for the entire year. Mm -hmm. When we do our, our monthly reviews, we pick a word for the next coming month. So like depending on what's happening during that month, depending on what we need to be doing here at headquarters or what like it will determine is it like is it hustle is it relax is it you know what I don't know what the words are but I really encourage you to kind of check in with picking themed words like that because I feel like whenever you get overwhelmed or lost and like I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel you can kind of go back and rely on okay what was the headspace I was in at the beginning of the year because I feel like this headspace that we're in right now only lasts for a little while mm -hmm. and I really want you to capitalize on it and I really want you to do what you can in order to check back in on this feeling that you have right now because mm -hmm. that whatever that energy shift and vibration that happens at the beginning of the year for everyone um you're not going to get that in April you're not going to get it in August um you can only get it right now so yeah, I don't know why the universe does it that way, but, <laughs> but I, that's life. There's a reason the calendar is the way it is. So <laughs> em embrace the fact that is that why? I'm just saying that's why. Um, embrace the calendar and put something into place and put it in a place you can see it. So on the last episode, we talked a little bit about taking those like wants and wishes and making a vision board. I want you to add this to that. Mm -hmm. I want you to be able to see that word every day. And they say, even if you don't like sit there and stare at it, because that's weird. <laughs> if you just have it out and it's in a place that you can see it, you can process visual information way faster than you can process words. So if you have something visual, even if you just walk by it on a daily basis, it is becoming a part of you. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing what it can do. And I, I used to think they were super hokey, mm -hmm. but they keep happening. And I look back at them from last year and I'm like, mm. I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. It's like my most favorite yeah, picture. Spend 30 minutes on it, like, and just get over it. If it doesn't work, then you can come back and be like, this was the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. But if something actually happens and yeah. works, yeah. then you're welcome. All right. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. 
Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details really love this show, it would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.